0: Welcome to the RCAF USA Roundup. Today's episode features RCAF USA's CEO, Bill Bullard, in his weekly address. Hello, I'm Bill Bullard with RCAF USA, the voice of the independent cattle producer in the United States of America. While well, moms and dads wondering when their family food purchases will once again help strengthen America's food security interests and America's economy, will be just as disappointed as their neighboring cattle farmers and ranchers with what we're about to discuss. You see, we're now into the eighth year of America's protein crisis, the crisis marked by consumers paying superinflated prices for beef, and cattle producers receiving super-depressed prices for their cattle. Now, Cattle prices have averaged below the cost of production, according to U.S. Department of Agriculture data. And while beef eaters have been paying record prices for beef, cattle producers have been receiving the smallest percentage of the consumer's beef dollar in history. And because the problems in the cattle and beef market are many, and because Congress needs to start somewhere, we urge Congress to take two triage measures. One to deglobalize the beef market by requiring mandatory country of origin labels on beef, and the other to restore lost competition in the cattle market by forcing the largest beef packers to compete in the cattle market once again. Nearly two years ago, Congress introduced a bill to accomplish the latter. It was an eloquently simple bill. It simply required that the largest packers compete in the marketplace for at least 50% of the cattle they purchase. But powerful forces in Washington DC, sometimes known as the swamp, despised the eloquently simple bill and persuaded the leadership of the U.S. Senate Agriculture Committee to take no action. And that's exactly what they did. The bill has languished for lack of interest in the U.S. Senate Ag Committee. But then last year a new bill was introduced and touted as a compromise bill. The best bill that beef feeders and cattle producers could ever hope to enact is how it was billed by many groups. But the compromise bill didn't require the largest packers to compete in the marketplace. Instead it kicked the can down the road and delegated to the USDA the authority to someday require packers to begin competing if it wanted to. Now, Remember, the USDA is the agency that has not implemented the bill Congress passed over a hundred years ago to protect America's cattle farmers and ranchers from monopolistic and anti-competitive practices of the concentrated beef packers. And yes, that's the Packers and Stockyards Act of 1921 that has never been properly implemented or enforced. So we called on the Senate Ag Committee to reject the compromise bill, pointing out to its sponsors that it didn't even cover nine of the more than 20 beef packing plants operated by the nation's largest beef packers. But Congress couldn't leave a bad idea alone. So Congress tinkered with the compromise bill and arguably made it worse. But even if it isn't any worse, it's certainly overly complicated. The new tinkered version is called the Cattle Market Price Discovery and Transparency Bill of 2022. It delegates to the USDA the authority to divide the nation up into new regions, to decide which packers in which region will receive only minor restrictions, if any, on how they purchase cattle, and which packers in which regions will receive more substantive restrictions, if any at all. On how they purchase cattle. Now, Congress calls this newly tinkered version sweeping, and we agree. It's more likely than not to sweep the American cattle industry as we know it today right off the map. And here's why. First, it does nothing to timely restore competition to the marketplace. Thus, untold numbers of cattle producers who have gone for years without recouping their costs of production will continue exiting the industry. Second, it preserves and protects the very instrument that the largest packers now use to exercise their tremendous market power that they inherently possess due to their dominant market positions. And that instrument is called Capital Supplies. And Capital Supplies are preserved through Alternative Marketing Arrangements, or AMAs. Now, one way to look at AMAs is that they are akin to direct packer ownership of cattle. And this is because they give the packers essentially the same control over the supply chain as they would have if they owned the cattle outright. And third, the newly tinkered version locks in for up to at least two years, if not indefinitely, the very market structure that facilitated and incentivized the alleged anti-competitive conduct alleged in RCAF USA's class action antitrust lawsuit against the Big Four beef packers, as well as the conduct currently under investigation by the U.S. Department of Justice. So help us fix this terrible mess by calling your members of Congress to urge them to reject the overly complicated and ineffectual cattle market price discovery and transparency bill of 2022. To learn more, please go to our website at LabelOurBeef.com. With that, have a productive week, thank you, and goodbye. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the RCAF USA Roundup. To learn more about RCAF USA, visit our website, www r-calfusa.com